do, 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 do. we are going episode 100 let's see 111 oh i thought we were still 10 no. I mean, that was the last week wasn't yeah so hi Susie, matt hey Susie health solutions suzilla all that good stuff here at our um shiny almost new i mean it's not quite so new anymore it's been like three weeks oh we're still got stuff coming in oh yeah i mean hopefully we'll have stuff arriving today but not the couch <laughs> i don't know what yeah another invoice I'm working another on invoice came in oh what? yeah okay when you when you when you set up a new business it always costs you more than you expect yeah and everyone has their hand out so it's yeah. it's it's to be expected well the thing is we're not setting up a new business we're just setting up a new location it's a new business. Okay. New location, new business. I yeah, see, I disagree. I don't think we're a new business. I think we're the same business doing it in a better way. Well, yes, we are taking some of uh, you know what business we did at the old location, and when we moved, mm -hmm. we were able to enter our information mm -hmm. so that people would be able to find us easier. Right. That doesn't make us a new business. Um. But there'll be more people, there'll be different people that find us by just driving by. That's true, which we're grateful for. Um, but again, I still disagree that, that we're a new business. I think people might say, hey, is that a new business? Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make us new. We've been around for 10 years. I mean. Yeah, we've been doing this for a while. Um, and we're going to talk about technology today. Yep, among other things. Because you can be around for a long time and completely change what you're doing, but a little bit of changes with technology. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we've been, one of the things that we've always been very up to speed with was trying to, and is trying to be a little bit ahead of the curve with the technology because we're just the two of us. Mm -hmm. And so if we're going to handle as many customers and many clients as we do, technology is gives us basically a whole third person. Yeah. Cause, in a lot of ways. Because, yeah, the, the first couple of years, I managed my customers and who I had and, and keep track of them and, and commissions and stuff using a spreadsheet. Yep. Excel, Excel was our friend and it was amazingly, it, it worked well, but we didn't have 2000 people in our book. Yeah. It was like 200 and they were all color coded and everything. Was, it, it worked okay for a little while. Yeah, it worked. It, we did it. I want to say it was about three years. Yeah. And then we got in, then we grabbed agency block and everything changed. Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah, we didn't, we didn't know about agency block. I think it was year one or two, maybe even year three. I think it was three when we pulled in agency block. And we pulled an agency block, um, which is our customer, uh, customer retention system, but it, our, our customer tracking system. Basically. Yeah, yeah. It, it allows us to, to know that, hey, this is the person we called. We are able to enter notes. Um, this is the policies we've written for them. We, we call it our brain. Yes, it is our brain. Um, it allows us to, if, you know, if our office burns down and we have to buy new computers tomorrow. Uh, that was me knocking wood. <laughs> yeah, we, that's why we've got insurance policies. Um we would be able to start up rather quick manner. Right, because this is kept in a secure um, a secure data cloud mm -hmm. site. Secure, absolutely. This is what these people do for a living, mm -hmm. and they know how important to keep this confidential information confidential and secure, just in case you're curious. Yeah, so it, that wipes out the need for, you know, having, you know, mountains, you know, piles of file cabinets. Giant binders of people. 
giant binders of people. Yeah, we have a lot less um, file cabinet stuff because of it. I mean, there are papers that we have to retain because that's just part of the rules. Mm -hmm. um, if we can get them digital, like for example, a scope of appointment for Medicare stuff. A scope of appointment is required anytime that Susie or another producer talks about Medicare to a potential client. Medicare drug plans specifically. Mm -hmm. um, if we're going to talk about that, we have to have a scope of appointment, which is the client giving us permission to discuss certain topics. Yeah, and it's required by law. It is. It is required by law. And if we have, regardless of whether it's digital or mm -hmm. physical, it has those records have to be retained for 10 years. Yeah. Um, I try to get as many digital as I can, but there are people who just do better with paper. Mm -hmm. So I've got a I've got a file cabinet with these little scopes of appointment in them. Yeah, and digital is one of those things that, that allows you to, you know, work here in Wenatchee and then have customers in like Twist. Yes, and I do, and I love my customers in Twist, Banana Cordis and uh, Spokane and Yakima, all over the state. Mm -hmm. It's kind of awesome, and it's in that kind of online digital work is one of the things that makes. Yeah, so much possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, when, I mean, not even that much, not even that far before I started with this, the standard was for the, the agent or the broker to go to each individual person's house mm -hmm. and discuss policies with them. I can't imagine why anyone would want to do that on a regular basis these days. I've done more than one and mm -hmm. I'll do it again. Um, it's just, it, it's, it's weird. You could, it, that model's better served uh, when you're dealing with high density populations. That's, you know, you're right. If you're in a, if you're in a, a place where there's, well, we're here in Wenatchee, we're a lot more rural. I mean, a lot of my clients are more than a 30 minute drive from here. Well, yeah, if you put together um, Chelan, Douglas, and Okanagan. Grant. And Grant, you're looking at, you know, more square miles than, like, Connecticut. Yeah. So you're, we're a, a small state. Yeah, we are. I mean, it's, it, there's just, a, and people are spread out. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of my, I've got people who are farmers and ranchers and orchardists, and they're out a ways milking yep. their crops or their herds and i you know they've they've got digital access too and it just mm -hmm. makes it easier for them so they don't have to come into town makes it easier for me so i don't have to take three hours out of my day because that's pretty much yeah travel time travel time would add in about three hours for some of these situations mm -hmm. which enables me to help more people yeah because we we know that they're they're we, we've talked to a, a couple people that, you know, their, their goal is to, you know, talk to a thousand Medicare and enroll a thousand Medicare each, each cycle, which is an incredible feat. Um, you know, typically, you know, they, they can't, they can't have clients enroll mm -hmm. in, in set appointments because they have to coordinate where, when they're going to be at certain locations. Um, just to just to work with that many people, it's it's a logistics thing. Well, if you're going to try and get a thousand people during the annual enrollment period, which is what seventy five days, give or take. Yeah. 
how are you going to be able to, new people, new mm -hmm. clients, how are you going to give them the attention they need? Because I figure every, I figure a Medicare appointment is a, is an hour. You can, when you, when you do, when you go through and, and do it by the numbers. Yeah. Just a set Medicare Advantage plan. Yeah. Like just like run the pre-cut. Yeah, the pre-cut video. You're right about a half hour. So without answering questions, you're in about a half hour. Yeah, but you're not doing your clients a service if you're not answering their questions. And you gotta plug in their meds. And there's, yeah, it can be done. It's just I don't think it creates an experience that your client likes. Yeah, it, well, you know, our we we like to treat our clients incomparable. Yeah, exactly. We don't want anyone. Uh, we want people to go. I had the best visit there, mm -hmm. and I want to go back. Yeah, you know, and, and I, I want to tell my, my, I want to tell my friends about mm -hmm. it, and that's fine, and that's what we expect. That's we that's the that is the goal we've set for mm -hmm. ourselves is to give our clients an incomparable experience. Yeah, you know, and you know that's just our choice. Mm -hmm. If uh, a, a broker wants to go a little more, um, uh, I don't know, impersonal, I guess. Well, the, the, or, that, that's the that's, that's a point where the the they're looking at the end result versus the process yeah um and it takes it takes the logistics because he's, he's got to have a, a booker that's that's you know oh he's going to be in boulder this week and uh, you know sarasota springs next week yeah and he's, they've got to literally line it up on, on that weekly basis yeah. um and it, that's a grueling lifestyle yeah it, pro it produces results mm -hmm. it's something that we we don't do um, because we'd rather focus on our on our, our specific area yeah. and provide the best possible service. Well, what this person could be doing is they could be focusing on this enrollment period, the short period of mm -hmm. a year, and then just you know party in the rest of the year, like a like a CPA during tax season. Um, I got the I, I, I got the impression that wasn't the case. No, I got he, he, I I got the impression that they were doing their homework and, and bird dog in multiple states and, and, and multiple special enrollments. Yeah. Which is not, we, we're too family focused. Yeah, that's true. I mean, this person's got, he's doing the whole make hay while the sun shines mm -hmm. and then retire early. Yeah. And that's cool. That's his choice. That's their choice. And that's just, yeah, I'm it, too old for that. Yeah, he, 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 he brings up the average and the, the average Medicare agent Processes something like four four apps during a, during an enrollment. Four new apps. No, or just, just generally. Just four apps. Yeah. Renewals and stuff. Yeah. Really? That's it. Yeah. Wow. I I'm more than that. Yeah, you're you're on the you're on the super producer track. You're bringing up the averages. Am I? Yeah. Cool. Because we this year was the first year we really looked at it. So we really we we tell everyone, hey, get get your appointment now. Mm -hmm. they, before they fill up, we go to seven days a week. Mm -hmm. um, and we started seven days a week, what, two years ago? Something like that. But we, yeah. When, I think we started the seven days a week when we were at the beginning of COVID, when we were having everybody, we were just getting hammered mm -hmm. by trying to people trying to get in individual customer, individual. So 2020. So yeah, it's been two years. Yeah. And, you know, that's when we made it absolutely clear that digital appointments were completely an option. 
mm -hmm. still are. Yeah. You know, just because, you know, just because it doesn't, you're less likely to, we're less likely to give each other a communicable, communicable disease. Yeah, because it's still going on. About four to 500 people are dying each week. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean that, you know, if you're feeling well, I'm feeling mm. well, you just don't want to come down from Shalan. Okay. Mm -hmm. I got no problems with that. Yeah. So we, we've got, we got the technology in place. Um, so yeah, we've been doing it for about two years, but we've used a booking app. Yes. And that has made all the difference in the world. Um, it's so easy. We just shoot someone a link. Mm -hmm. You can go, you know, click the link, you go to a calendar, you pick a date and time that works for you. Yeah. Works great. Works great. There's a couple little hiccups that we discovered, but we iron them out as we as they you know tumble in. Mm -hmm. You know, people. It sends people reminders. Send reminders. So that's a, that's another step of our, our day. We don't have to you know we don't have to. One of the things when I started the business was you would call the people uh, today that you're going to see tomorrow mm -hmm. to remind them. The the amount of time on the phone mm -hmm. with the touches has really really shifted. Mm -hmm. And that is an entire bunch of time that we can use for other more productive things. We can we can use it for conversations with our clients. Yes, because we're not having to spend, you know, three or four hours a day reminding everybody that they need to come that they're going to come see us next week. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, um, but that 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 that's that's a big shift in the industry. Uh, the digital applications. Mm -hmm. Thank uh, God for that. I started with paper applications for some things. Yeah. Um, this... I mean, the paper applications still exist. Um, There's some carriers that still want you to fax the applications, which is really you've got one of those. Oh, well, there's yeah, Medicare drug plans. Big on. Well, you can mail it to us. You can fax it to us, but we really like it if you use our digital app. So, of course, I'm on there going, digital, sure, no problem, vroom, vroom, vroom. But, um, yeah, I, I know that there are some folks who have been doing this, been in this industry for a lot longer that just cannot get their heads around it. We've seen it. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, you know the, the, the fax machine is, is something that is so goofy that we make fun of because it was invented during the age of the sam samurai. Yeah, it was in the 1800s. A samurai could have faxed a warning to, to, to Abraham Lincoln to not go to Ford's Theater that old. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, let's, let's, let's get to this century. Yeah. And that's, that's why, you know. Some insurance companies already are just barely in the 20th century. Mm -hmm. They're let alone in the 21st. Now, to be fair, they are catching up. COVID did force a lot of issues in that regard. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of good things that did come out of COVID and digital and virtual enrollments was one of them, and the researchers of the QR code as a usable tool was another. Well, another one was the the doc the virtual doctor's appointments. Yes, and things like what, what, what kind of started this topic today: virtual doctor's appointments, mm -hmm. which is awesome, which would, had been available, just no one was using them. Yeah, because when, I remember when it went on, one of our politicians said, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna expand the availability of virtual." Enrollment. So I, I looked at all the carriers, all the major carriers in our area, including the Medicare Advantage plan, and it's like, oh, they already have virtual doctors set up. Mm -hmm. That's why it's expand, not create. Yeah, it's just like, okay, so they're already doing this, so it's like, okay. Now just don't bring them. Cool, you're, you're, you're advertising what they've been doing probably for years. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for that. Thank but one thing it also created was the... Um, the delivery apps, which takes us to yes. what, which takes us to what we were thinking about in the first place. 
Um, one thing that we stumbled across, thanks to our friend Mike McCormick, was the Mr. Beast Burger. He posted um, on his his Facebook. He's he's our friend out in New York. Yeah, he he is one of the the organizers and creators of Insurance Soup. Right, and if you're in the insurance industry, go to Facebook, go to Insurance Soup. It's totally worth it. Plug into it. Yeah, uh, don't try and sell anything; you'll get your butt kicked out. Yeah, but. What he did is he was showing us this Mr. Beast burger. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I've never heard of this Mr. I, I know my kids know who Mr. Beast is. He's some YouTube guy. Yeah, he's some YouTube guy that gives away stuff. Right, exactly. So I've seen a couple of his videos. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, basically it's a, sometimes it's a touch a truck situation kind of level. of. Yeah, didn't they do like touch a house? Yeah. Uh, like five or six of them got together and like touched a house. Yeah, and... there's a few things. I've seen a couple. It's a little, mm-hmm. but he gives away hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. God knows where the money comes from. Don't worry, don't care. Uh, from his YouTube channel. I, well, yeah. He had to start it with something. Yeah. But either way, regardless, he's got this stuff. He gives away money. Mm-hmm. He gives it great for supports charities. And he created um, this Mr. Beast hamburger. Yeah. And, but he didn't build a restaurant. And you're going, huh? Just yeah. like we all went, huh? Because, mm-hmm. you know, Mike's kids knew what Mr. Beast was. He was vaguely aware of Mr. Beast. Mm-hmm. So we looked at, he saw an ad for it or something, or I don't know how he came across his, his brain. But he said, okay, what's this? And he looked and he found it on DoorDash, one of the delivery mm-hmm. apps. It's like, okay, this is fine. He does a lot more DoorDash than we do. Yeah. Well, he's got more, He's yeah, he's just, he's in New York. He's got more DoorDash opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, it also takes him longer to get anywhere from here to there. Uh, yeah, it says ten and, minutes and, to, to get and, to a restaurant. And his there. wallet is a lot fatter than ours. That is, that's true. <coughs> um, but he 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 found this and he looked at it. It's like, okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And there was no physical address for this Mr. Beast restaurant. It's like, what the mm-hmm. heck? So he did a little digging. It's and what they did is they have what's called a ghost kitchen. They subcontract with um, another restaurant. Um, here in Wenatchee, it's Red Robin. Yes, the chain, the Red Robin chain. Other other cities have it in different restaurants, but Red Robin seems to be a, a partner cons- pretty frequently. With well, them. they've got five hundred restaurants. Yeah, I, I boomered myself. Oh like, yes, it's, you it's, did. A, it's a small chain. Yeah, I go, what do you think? What do you mean small chain? Red Robin's huge, and they he got quickly corrected. No, it's a five hundred unit chain. It's been around. It's not. Food. Well, I was raised in Seattle, so I grew up with you know. A handful of these things, I'm like ah, maybe it's like twenty. No, it's five hundred. Yeah, it's it's big. But they partnered up with Red Robin, mm-hmm. and they partnered up with other chains depending on where you're located. And they say, okay, here's our recipe, mm-hmm. here's our product. I think they probably, I would imagine, they send over you know raw raw ingredients. I, I did, don't know. They we don't do not that. know on how its system plugs into an established system. No, we don't. All we know is they have their own packaging mm-hmm. and they have their own recipes. And it's a really simple packaging because it's it's you know a, a box yeah and with a sticker on it so it's it's easily portable yes it was a it was a really slick design choice right it was and it was colorful and bright and it said what was in the box mm-hmm. which is a smart thing and it wasn't this monster menu it was like what maybe six items uh I want to say there's two, plain fries with seasoning plain fries without seasoning mm-hmm. monster or was it beast fries which is fries with stuff on it yeah and you know like two different kinds of burgers and some impossible burger choices yeah so not a huge menu mm-hmm. um not a lot of burden on the partner restaurant mm-hmm. um 
and it was tasty. Yeah, and you turned around and you, you said, well, who else is doing this? And you found one out of Denny's. Yeah, Denny's, our local, you know, Denny's 24-hour mm -hmm. Denny's has got a subcategory they've called themselves Burger Den. And I looked at it and I was like, okay, what is this? And I poked around a little bit on the website. It's like, oh, this is Denny's hamburgers. Mm -hmm. They've subcategorized themselves as Denny's hamburgers. And if you look at the comments, like, yeah, this is Denny's because Denny's hamburgers are generally under seasoned. They're pretty pedestrian. They are. And it's a lot of that's because their um, demographics a little bit on the older side and are sometimes a little more sodium sodium con. I like my art membership. Oh, oh yeah, your art membership. Yeah. Is, yeah, we get a discount if we go to Denny's and then that's okay. And there's edible food at Denny's. But the the big thing that it doesn't get that Mr. Beast does is that whole marketing YouTube the channel exactly all they did was they reshuffled that burger line mm -hmm. into another um another shopping button yeah um you can get your pancakes if you go to the denny's part mm -hmm. of doordash but you can get your burgers if you go to the burger den part of doordash yeah they just kind of they it, it's it's like spreading out product on on grocery shelves yeah exactly they're cross-selling yeah and it's not it's not you're you don't have additional you have to get into that shopping place uh -huh. to even know it exists. Yes. Um, Where Mr. Beast is like, ooh, we got a big old flashing sign out there on the sidewalk saying, hey, buy this burger. Well, virtual sidewalk. Yep. And it is patently different than what the host restaurant sells. Yes. Red Robin is a burger joint. There's no question about it. These are smash burgers mm -hmm. and so have a different, they're, they're the different the, texture. Different texture. They're the thinner, crisper. Um, Greasier, mm -hmm. I would say. Mine was kind mm -hmm. of muzzled, maybe on the greasy side, with their own with their own mix of spices and, yeah. and uh, goos and stuff, and which tasted different mm -hmm. than a Red Robin burger. Yeah, and there's no question about that. So it's unique enough that it's although it it it's, it definitely stands apart from the host restaurants yeah. product, but because they're both burgers, they can use the same grills. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's, you know, even in the Impossible Burger, probably, I don't know if Fred Robin does the Impossibles or not. I'm not sure. I'd have to look. But, you, you know, I would I would certainly hope that if you're doing an Impossible Burger, you're using a dedicated grill for that. It's hard to say. It really it, depends on the whole vegetarian versus vegan. Yeah. I mean, if I'm a vegan, I mm. do not want my Impossible Burger on cooked on a, on a burger grill. Yes, because it's cross contaminated for from a vegan vegetarian standpoint. Yeah, if you're if you're hardcore vegan, yes. Oh yeah, and if you're a vegan, you're generally pretty hardcore. I mean, there, there, there's definitely there's definitely different tiers of veganism. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is watch, um, was it Scott? Scott Pilgrim. Scott Kil Pilgrim versus the, the universe. Uh -huh. Um, we learned about the different tiers of vegans on that movie, which was pretty darn funny. Mm -hmm. Um. But I mean, there's vegans who won't eat honey, for example. Yes, because it is because it is is a abuse of bees. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, okay. so yeah, there there there's certainly different levels. I remember there was there were arguments over beer and yeast. Yeah, because I've, the organisms. Yeah, and I've had questions. I've 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 ruled this more than once. Okay, is yeast mm -hmm. vegan? Yeah, because it's a living organism. Mm -hmm. And generally speaking, the answer is yes. You can eat yeast. Mm -hmm. You can eat yeast because it's a single cell organism and it doesn't have any kind of you know, consciousness. What but I met it? what? 
But does it? But does it? See, there's also uh, the question about oysters and veganism. What? Oh, yeah, you need to look that up. Shellfish and vegan. Are, are I'm oysters- an omnivore, man. I'm a big bat. I'm a big furry bear. I'm happy eating all sorts of different things. It's true, I fed him all kinds of different yes. things. And he eats a lot of it. Yes. Very rarely does he so good does he go. Probably don't make this again. I am not the picky eater of the house. No, he's not. That would be me. So yeah, there are app applications out there and software applications out there that are very successfully in changing and redesigning business. Absolutely, absolutely. The whole concept of using the internet as a tool to drive mm-hmm. drive business versus just something to look at it's there it's it's almost like it's a, a whole separate world it is um i remember you know 20 years ago the, there was a discussion on how the different genders use the internet uh-huh. whereas guys were using it for entertainment and, and women were look, using it for looking up things okay i can see that i suspect the shopping came from a lot of the 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 women because traditionally we're shoppers hard to say because you know dudes have like niche markets and stuff that's true and that's actually blown up quite a bit most Mm -hmm. of your uh beard care comes from the internet yes um just because we have access to small businesses that only exist digitally Mm -hmm. um the etsy stores are a great example of how you can build a small business without actually having a brick and mortar store. And that is, is and the, here's, here's the, 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 the thing that you got to look at. And it's, it's like, it's like the, the Denny's model uh-huh. because the Denny's is when I say it's like, Oh yeah, it's like kind of spreading out the product on a grocery shelf. Yes. Um, Etsy can be the same thing. You're spreading it out. You're, you're putting your gear, on that search engine and it uh-huh. costs money to have stuff on etsy it does you have to pay a you have to pay a portion mm-hmm. of your profits to be on their site which is to be expected um however one of the things that we know that's really tough is customer acquisition yes and that's always tricky if you pay extra you can be on their front page i suspect mm-hmm. and that's another thing that grocery stores do yep. if you want to be a if you want to be on the eye level shelf, you have to at, at, at your local grocery store, mm-hmm. you have to pay for that shelf space. Mm-hmm. You have to pay for your shelf. Every company that has something on the shelf has paid for that shelf space. Yes. And the more easily accessible it is, the higher the cost to the maker. That is, that is a uh, secret sauce grocery store thing. Yep, and you, the customer, are not the only source of income for them. Yeah, and most most people don't realize it when the, you know, their their shopping experience is, is how how manufactured it is. Oh, it, people must know by now. No, I, I think people go in and, and 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 just assume that it's 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 you know it's laid out the 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 grocery store does it all. Oh no, there's entire. Industries built on how how flow works in grocery. Oh, there's, there's psychology a, there's design. Psychology I remember that. when I was taking psychology and learning about. Oh yeah, we we take we do psychology and studies on how you know people grab certain items, uh-huh. um, oh, yeah. and and how the flow of the store works. And why the why the, the 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 floral departments up front and the milks in the back and the bakery, you know, has fresh smelling breads all the time. Yeah, 
Uh, it, and those are all things I'm sure most of you have heard about that, but mm. that's real. It's been studied. It's mm. it's legit. It's weird, but it's legit. And and the internet and some of the applications, you can do the same thing with your business. Yes, you can. Um, one of the things I did was we we we've created some some custom websites using Canva. Uh -huh. Canva is a great tool, by the way. Um, and that's an unsponsored. Canva, if you want to sponsor us, you can, but that was an unsponsored uh, endorsement for Canva. And recently, because we, we, we activated a, a couple of them, and I found, well, what's this little button up here? And it shows what links have been hit. Yeah, that's nifty. So I know who's going where. And how they're getting there. And how they're getting there. So I can, if something I'm pushing is not going fast enough, I can redesign that section mm -hmm. pretty quickly. Um, so it's, it's got some really dynamic tools as a builder yeah. uh, that I can that I can I can work with, and I'm getting ready to do another thing where we um, do a little bit of geofencing. Now that's an interesting product, the geofencing. Um, I don't know if you want to spill the secret sauce on that or not. Um, if someone's paying attention to us, woohoo! They're they're doing their homework. <laughs> uh, we realized a long time ago that that hey, uh, we do insurance. Uh -huh. We, we gladly have someone will walk in here, go shop someplace else, because nine times out of ten, they'll come right back to us. Because we give them the experience that most people want. Mm -hmm. And, we, we, and we, we take care of our people, and we, we handle our people. And if someone wants to work as hard as, as we do, we'll bless them. They can have the customers, too. Yeah, we'll share. <laughs> yeah, because reality, I don't, I don't see that many customers we're we're going to we're going to go look in for some of those areas uh for people who are not having a good customer experience exactly and 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 improve their lives exactly we're going to do our best and what this is is this thing called geofencing and how it works is and I don't know the mechanics of it I'll be straight up with that okay I'll do but, the, but you do I'll do the okay. the, the, the the consumer facing okay. I mean, you do the details so what happens is if you're trotting along and you go um, to a something where we have this thing geofenced, mm -hmm. which is a relatively small circle where our ad will be broadcast. Mm -hmm. So you cross the geofence, it's a virtual mm -hmm. fence, right? And you look at your Candy Crush app, right? Mm -hmm. And you get an ad during Candy Crush. And sometimes it's an ad for, I don't know, Ready Whip whipped Cream. Well, if you cross the geofence, you're probably going to get an ad for Susie Health Solutions yep. because we've directed our ads to that fenced-in area. The trick is we can put the fenced-in areas wherever we think is going to be useful. Yeah. So if we want to do a geofence around the senior activity center, so people will see people who go, so seniors who go visit there, they're looking at their phones, they're looking at their, and they see the ads on their apps, they know who we are. We get into their we get into their their little brains. Mm -hmm. um, another example. Well, I don't know if you want to. Uh, I'll let you take it from here. You know, there 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 are you know plenty of different places we can do. Uh, we could geofence our own location yeah. so that the people walk out and they get reminded of us. Mm -hmm. We could geofence Town Toyota Center, which is our local sports arena. That's true. That's <clears> a lot <throat> of people. But one of the things we do want to do is mm -hmm. geofence areas that the thing is if we geofence the town toyota center it's a lot of people that are not necessarily are the demographics we're trying to reach it depends on on what 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 was was our financial advisor who's your preferred customer yeah we're looking for preferred customers 
the town Toyota Center is a very, very wide range of people. Mm -hmm. Whereas if we geo geofence the senior center, we know we're dealing with primarily people over sixty-five. Yeah. So it's it's there. There's some there's some some guesswork. There's some science. Or uh, we're, we're, we're just some. We want to be a we want to circle this building mm -hmm. for one reason or another. And because we're doing so much different layers, uh -huh. um, and and there's ways that you can you can target uh, based on you know shopping habits exactly. Um, and that's one of the things that that you know. Hey, have you ever sat there and talked about Lay's potato chips and got an ad for Lay's potato chips? Yeah. yeah, that that's the level of, of things that are being done. It's it's, you know, Lay's pays for that particular shelf space. And when you mentioned it, the Internet delivers that shelf to your doorstep. Betcha, I will get a I will bet I'll get an ad for ready, ready with whipped cream. Probably because my phone's sitting here mm -hmm. and I'm, it's not it's just hanging out. It's asleep. I've got, I don't have an active um, I don't have my screens on active right now, but I'll bet I'll see an ad for some sort of whipped cream in the next day or so. Yeah, so there are there are ways that, that to change on on how you how you market, how you create marketing materials, mm -hmm. um, how you set appointments. I've, yep. I've been telling my my haircutting guy, hey, you need to get on this. Um, he's like, I tried one, it didn't work. It's like there's at least eight different programs out there mm -hmm. to keep you from stacking your your appointments. <laughs> You know, make sure you get paid. He's had to go to a prepaid model for appointments. I did not know that. Yes, he's 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 requiring he's because he's had so many people have difficulties with appointments. He's 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 requiring. Okay, you want to set an appointment? Here, twenty bucks on Venmo. Reminds me, do you have a Venmo yet? No, I don't know. I have a Venmo. Okay. Uh, Does he trust you to pay cash? Yes. <laughs> Because you have a relationship. I with have him. a relationship and with you've him. You've never stood him up. No, and I, I, I tip and pay well. Mm -hmm. um, I also here, here, here's your, here's your pro tip for the day. Timing. I usually come to him at the end portion of the month when most people are broke and I've got cash on hand, so he's got cash to carry him. Yeah, it, it might be enough just to make sure that they've got groceries for that night. Yeah, he's a cash business. It's a cash business, but that's that's one of those those things that that, that I've I've done and, and targeted, and so the, the he knows that you know I'm not I'm not you know doing the bare minimum, no tip. I, I let him you know work his craft on me because haircutting is a craft. It's an art. It is an art. It's a freaking art. What he's done to your beard has been art. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you also let it go at least two weeks too long traditionally. Oh, a long time. So yeah, do not be afraid to work some of these new tools. Yeah, they, they don't bite. Um, it's it's one of those things that if you are truly working your business, you're going to introduce at least one thing new a year, at least one thing new a quarter. You can't do one a week because that's fifty two. That's kind of on the crazy side. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm doing cutting new ads every week for a couple of different things. Yeah. And we've, we've, and that's, that's, that's pretty extreme. We've been at a pretty hot technology push the last year, mm -hmm. um, last two years, um, just adding in new layers to our, our 
you know, our marketing pushes. Yeah, our, our marketing pushes is, is really wild at this point. Um, we'll probably rein it in next year. Yeah, just kind of smooth it out a little bit. Part of it is because of the move. Part of it was because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, well, well, our marketing is going to tilt a little. It's going to it's going to um, refocus into a different direction because we're we're, we're, we're changing we're changing we're still going to be here. We're still going to be working on health insurance, but we're expanding. Yeah, so. it's it's been kind of weird because occasionally I do get the, are you still doing insurance? Yeah, and it's like cha. Uh, because we've, I've been doing it for like 10 years. It's like, yeah, if someone rolls up to me and, and says, Hey, I need a, you know, a, a builder or Hey, I need this. It's like, yeah, go and see this person. I've been, we've been doing insurance for over a decade. Yeah. It's, we're not going anywhere. No. Um, we're going to probably, we're going to keep expanding what we offer. Yep. Um, and so if you don't see it, it's like, oh, here, go here. We will we will throw it out. You know, we just worked with a really, you know, a good uh, financial planner. Yep. We've got, a, we've got a handful of financial planners. So if you come to me and say, hey, I want to retire. How do I do that? Here's your card. It's like, okay. Here's one of three people you, you can know, choose from. Yeah, here's, here's your, you know, what business are you in? And I can I could lead you off to you know someone that I think would be a good fit for you. Exactly. That's one of the things we do is we are referral monsters. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's probably a good place to stop. So hey, have a great day. Yes. Enjoy your Thursday, and we'll talk to you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.